So, like, one of the things I was thinking about was, like, I guess how dad, like, I probably said, like, one of the only positive things when it, when it comes to uh, that, that guy there is, uh, is just, like, he was always about, like, agriculture and, like, being close to earth and, like, well, not being close to earth, uh, but, um, like, he would always take us to, like, health food stores and, and stuff like that. Um, and, I mean, that that's, that stuff had pros and cons. Like, uh, what was, I, I guess, like, I loved, um, I mean, he's probably the main reason I love watermelon. Like, if you ever see, like, like watermelon's one of my favorite parts of summer. Like, summer, like, as soon as summertime hits, and you know what? You can say what you want. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm the country, like, like, people who, like, even white people, like, eat watermelon, eat, you motherfucking right. Because <laughs> I fucking love watermelon, okay? And I don't give a damn. Such a staple, though. It is, man. Of, 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 like, the summer, of, like, the South, like, the whole thing. Um... But yeah, so I mean, just just different things like that, and then how we remember that garden we had in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when um, it wasn't some of it wasn't dying, but you know. No, oh, you <laughs> <laughs> like that. You know, how long have you been doing this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I was like, you got you got a degree, right? Right, you yeah. know. Like, I remember we, uh, what was it? No, remember that time he came home with the Christmas tree in the pot? He came home with a Christmas tree in the pot, in the in the dirt. He made it happen, though. He, and then, and then, and I remember, I just remember mama, I know, like, I just, yeah. I just remember her being pissed. Like, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure, like, this motherfucker I'm married to right here is doing this shit. And like, so, like... But yeah, like that shit was, it was ridiculous. And then remember, remember, cause it was after, I mean, it was like long after we had lost our, our tree in the front yard to that tornado. Mm. And like, so he tried to like plant, he tried to like plant the Christmas tree in the front yard and the shit was brown in like five days. Like that shit was dead. It died. <laughs> he really thought, he really thought that that was going to he tried though. He really did. It was just like, bro, like, it's not happening, fam. You know, I mean, we did get some stuff. Like, we got like, I remember, well, we always had mint, but I mean, I f- I feel like mint could survive Katrina. Like, mint grows, mint grows fucking everywhere, and so like, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, we had mint, we had cilantro. We, you know, we always grow tomatoes. Tomatoes is like, I guess, the one perfect thing for this climate. I feel like everybody and their mama grow tomatoes every uh, every year. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, we had, we, I think we had like thyme and shit like that. Mm. Um, all the all the bougie, uh, all the bougie plants. Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, he grew tomatoes too. He did mm-hmm. pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had tomatoes. I mean, we had squash too. I think. I think. I want to say eventually we tried squash, 
we had like honeysuckle trees and um, was it buckwheat pancakes? Um, garlic when we had colds. Wait, didn't y'all love that Chinese ginger candy? That I oh my god, I love that candy. I used to hate it. It was like it had we had a hate love relationship. It was just really intense, and just for my age, like, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. like, I'm coughing, like, <laughs> but it was just really good. It was really good. It was really spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, ginger is, oh, It man. was sweet, but it was, like, really spicy, too. Ginger is one of them things, like, bruh. But not, but, like, for that age, yeah, but now I can just eat them, like, casually. Mm-hmm. Which, for those who like to cook, ginger is... I mean, it's pretty much one of the the staple ingredients for Asian cooking. Like you put like like try making like if you if you've never like made like fried rice and not put like fresh ginger in it, then you're doing something wrong. But um, but anyway, but no, uh, yeah, them can because it was like it was like a strong ass ginger flavor, but it was like chewy. It was, I mean, it was pretty much like a ginger, like, either now later or, like, star. It wasn't, well, it wasn't as hard as a now later. Something like a starburst or something like that. But, yeah, the candy was, like, really intense. But I don't think that the feeling that that candy gave me was anything compared to the intensity that I felt when I saw these damn Kendall and Kylie Jenner shirts. Oh, my God. That, um... That these motherfuckers decided to make. Like, if you haven't, if if you haven't seen these shirts, like, y'all have to look them up. But it's pretty much they take like these vintage t-shirts, like of these vintage, like I mean, of these like classic groups, you know, like the Doors, Pink Floyd, Ozzy Osbourne, um, who else? Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, Metallica, Led Zeppelin, and then they do Tupac and Biggie, and they pretty much like have the class. Like it's it's like the classic images, like their album colors, their album covers, artwork. It's shit we've seen before, but then like they take like an Instagram post or some kind of picture of themselves. It's probably in their damn camera roll or something. Right from their like yeah from, from their like 2014 high- or something. Right. <clears throat> And, and it's like, and they'll put it in neon color and then put it somewhat see-through over the back image. Turn up the opacity to like 85. You can barely see uh, what it's actually about in the background. Right. Like, if, if you just want to get into it from like a design perspective, like, yeah, there's that. And the fact that there's just so, it's just all like, awkward and out of place and like if you're gonna it's like there's nothing creative about it there's nothing creative about it and like that's a lot of problem with like a lot of people people think that they could just come out with some like shirt where they just like slap on some copyrighted image or something like that and then put slap some text over it Mm -hmm. uh repeat it a couple of times and or whatever it's like no, like I feel like even it, I'm not saying that it has to have bells and whistles and it has to have fireworks coming off of it and LED lights coming out the side and it has to be holographic or something like that. 
But like, come up with something different. Come up with something creative. Right. <sighs> like, it's like it's like create. It's like it's like as as for for as rich as you are. Like as rich as you are. Like if I like if I like if like do you understand like if I if I like wanted to like like there's so many people like people that I know here that want to have like their own fashion lines and are probably like if they had the the amount of capital that Kendall and Kylie Jenner have to create some shit they would be probably not only creating their own stuff but even if they even if they were somebody that couldn't draw they probably go and look and find people that can like 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 i mean i mean there's all kind of people that draw on instagram all the time like look like do your googles look on fucking instagram and find somebody you know put somebody on that you know change somebody's life and make some dope shit you know like instead of just recycling what's already been done and just you know um or like i was i was talking to you earlier like if I could see, even before all that, even if they like did something in homage or kind of dress like I well, nah. I mean since they already kind of do like you know they want to dress in bandanas and camos and uh, do rags and shit like that you know they might as well just take it all the way up and like you know right. wear the bandana over the head for Tupac or you know do the no actually don't do that. No, let's no, stop it. I mean, you're already like on the wrong track. But like, at least for to some extent, it's or like so if they some did it like way, that, it would at least make it's still offensive, but it would kind of make sense. It would have made more sense, but it's still terrible and trash. Yeah, but like, hell, for the Doors or something like that, or the other bands, they could have did something or like dressed kind of like them or like yeah. resembled them, and it would have tied it in more, but. It just felt very just thrown together. Like, we just want to make a quick buck t-shirts. We just right. want people to wear our faces and stuff right. like that. Like, and I think that's the thing. It's like, it's gotten too, like... You know fucking Kanye West. Like... Right. Like, like... Like, Kanye... And, and see, that's... And, and, like, as much as... Like, I mean, he's a busy guy, I'm sure. And, like, he's going through it right now. Like, so you like, have to be like, hey, Kanye, like... But, like, you've been around him, exposed to him. Right. And Kanye keeps talking about how he can't get into all this shit. It's like, you're fucking Kylie Jenner. Like, they put you on the Indian... Then they they put one of them on on the Indian cover of Vogue or some shit, and everybody was pissed. Oh, it's just I like, never heard about that. It's like because you're white. Giving me a brain aneurysm right now. Right. It's uh, like it's like because you're white, you're just automatically like they just yeah, come step across this line, you know, just do whatever. Like you know, Kanye, like create some art. T- like Kanye knows about art. Like they're like like they've seen like like remember they had like articles like of his tweets and it's like Kanye really does know his shit because he'll be talking about like paintings that are worth like millions of dollars that like and I was like oh I ain't never heard of this shit I was like that nigga didn't at least did his googles you know he's a he's a visual artist yeah okay but um that's enough on them I know you uh pride just happened that happened nationwide yeah and it didn't go 
Um, just because, I mean, a lot of people are kind of not really participating, especially a lot of transgender people, just because pride is kind of, is great to some extent, showing, like, you know, that we can ha still have these events and these spaces for people. And, you know, to some extent, it shows, like, awareness, like, we're here, visibility. But, I mean, visibility isn't always a good thing. And, like, when, and especially for transgender people, they don't always feel safe, if at all, when, in these events. Just because, like, even within, you know, that community, LGBT community, LGBTQIA community, it's like even still there are problems within that, you know, there's still problems with, you know, them being recognized, especially trans women being recognized as people, you know, mm -hmm. especially black trans women being recognized as people. And so we're not going to go to an event where it's like predominantly white people, predominantly white gay men, you know, and stuff like that being, uh, violent towards you know trans women and black trans women you know just transgender people i'm like saying that a lot but <laughs> it's it's ridiculous you know there are even some places where they have to like put up signs and like stuff like that they basically say like we don't tolerate any type of uh hate towards you know transgender people and it's like when you have to do that at like a an event that's supposed to be inclusive for them, that kind of says a lot. Damn. You know, and so, I mean, I'm not really touching on everything. Like, this is just stuff that is, like, basically, I mean, this has all been said before. Like, this isn't anything you new know, I'm saying, but that's what I mean. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. It just feels like there's some great parts to it. You know, there's the march and stuff like that. But it just kind of like all this, the whole like pride season, it's all, it gets conflated in like what it's really about. And like nobody even recognizes, you know, we had the fucking Babadook. As somebody, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but somebody thought it was cute and quirky. They'd be like, yeah, the Babadook is our pride uh, icon for this year. And wait, it's like, really? Wait, from the movie? There's like a whole like meme around it. It's like the new gay icon or whatever. Why? Because white people. That's why. <laughs> But it's like, wouldn't, shouldn't it be something that, like, further represents, like... Like, I don't know. The person who, you know, we wouldn't be here without Marsha. Marsha P. Johnson, who is basically um, a transgender woman who was the veteran for the Stonewall riots and basically was, like, the spearhead. And, yeah, and, like, basically, she spearheaded the movement and basically was a activist for a very long time 
when did the with the Stonewall riots were in the seventies? Yeah. And then she was killed. So, yeah. And, I mean, but that's not common, though. A lot of black trans women are killed. You know, it's not just cis people. It's not just black cis people. Hell, they don't even really mention black women like that. You know, when they're, like, going through the names, they just mention Sandra Bland and that's it. But they also need to mention, you know, black trans women as well. You know, black queer people as well. And not just to, like, say that to kind of, like, I guess devalue those people. But, like, you kind of have to bring awareness for those people, too. Mm -hmm. You know, violence just doesn't happen to, you know, those people that, you know, they list off every now and then and, like, kind of just, you know, you know, people like Corn Gaines, nobody, you know mentions that you know and it's easy to say but like you know i guess it's easy to say you know just the names that you know most common but yeah i feel like if we're gonna bring awareness to i mean and i mean that just with yeah i mean we're gonna bring awareness you know bring awareness to everybody you know not just this certain group that's Involved, you know. I mean, of course, there are intersections and stuff like that. Like, you know, there are some intersections that matter a lot more, that are a lot more affected and marginalized, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, those need more attention. But I feel like, you know, oh god i'm like an intro what i'm saying well no i think it's like, like it's like intersectionality it's like okay it's like and i and i think because that shit come like i think one thing that people understand is like this shit can compound for some people yeah it's like it's like it's it's already bad to be trans in america it's already bad to be a woman in america it's already bad to be black imagine being all three but yeah like some people just catch it because that's who they are you know? Yeah, and like, I feel like if we can't even, you know, yeah, we have outer forces like heteronormativity and like colonialism and like, you know, racism and homophobia and stuff like that, transphobia especially. Like, we have all those things, but also. It's like now we have to face this at, you know, uh, inclusive space, too. And, you know, if you're... And forget about it. And if you don't look, like, presenting in those Eurocentric features and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a nice body and stuff like that, on top of that, like, forget about it. Like, And, you know, it's not always just about you know the people too you know a lot of companies and stuff like that it's really convenient that a lot of companies and corporations and stuff like that are now just starting to support and like fund these things because they see it as a cash cow you know Mm -hmm. we have to also think about those things too like you know when we're going to so when we're going to pride we have to think about be conscious of like you know and it's like there is, you know, people say there is no, like, ethical, like, consumption, like, under capitalism and, like, but, um, anyways, I don't want to get too much into that, but, like, we, 
there's just so many elements. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there's just so many elements to it. And like, you know, I've been like multiple times, you know, because, you know, straight friends love to do like really gay things. Like, oh my God, you're gay, right? So let's do this gay thing. <laughs> yeah. I, so I've been, I've been there enough to know it's like, like it's like when they initiated it, it's cool but then when somebody like oh so like i've been long enough to know like i've i'm i've been i've burned out on it like maybe mm-hmm. i'll go in different states or something like that and like i would probably definitely get more involved i feel like atlanta will probably lit Oh, yeah. I mean, there are some of them that are just lit just based off of, like, you know, the community. For black people. You know, and, like, definitely support those events and stuff like that that are, like, because, you know, not every Pride event is, like, terrible and Mm -hmm. trash and, you Mm -hmm. know, just a sick circle of hell. But, like, a lot of the more commercial, I should say, a lot of the more commercial um, Pride events, it's just really, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's the, or I shouldn't say slippery slope. Edit that part out. It's it's a toss up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I think that's my only. Those are my only gripes about it. It's just it's a really hard space to navigate if you're not like a white uh, gay person who's cis and you know. Is just really just kind of like streamlined and like you. So it's so it's pretty much just an event made for for gay and lesbian lesbian cis people, basically. Essentially, that are white. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, but there are also events and stuff like that, like I want to re-mention, like that don't have anything to do with that, or that are inclusive and are you know, about the people. Mm-hmm. So. I guess, you know, with that being said, you know, okay, all right, well, that wraps up that up, Dan, rather, yep. <laughs> the BET Awards, man, just happened, heard it had the lowest viewers ever, are you serious, okay, listen, that, th- you know, the BET Awards is usually three hours, I clicked on I clicked on it. I saw four colon zero zero and I was like, you know what? This is gonna be <laughs> um this is gonna be, you know, a recap special. I'm gonna just, you know, smoke and you know, sift the, through the parts that I like. Mari, they spent a whole entire hour on I think, or not a whole entire hour, but it was a very long time on, okay, who the fuck was the group that they just honored? Um, New Edition. New Edition, there we go. They spent a whole entire hour. Wish they let New Edition perform every fucking year. All, they, there's always some kind of melody special or something where, you know, all the black groups got to come in and they just, ah, 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 ah. and, you know, granted, some of them, <laughs> some of them can, some of them can still sing their ass off, but some of them, they need to have their mic turned down, down, or off, down. It's like, you I can, can, it's like, I can hear the years of Hennessy and 
yelling at children and yeah it's domestic just, violence and, yeah, yeah you know. some of that too and some of it cocaine we'll sip tea on that but um you know um but um you know we can hear it in your voice as you're as you're trying to relive these glory days and i have to see you know your stomach through this dress shirt as you this as you, silk dress shirt as you prance around in these tight ass you know pants and this like I'm just tired of seeing your old ass sweating tuxedos. Like, let them sit down. Like BT does definitely not believe in like fans or like air conditioning up there. Or, like, does that not? It just be hot, man. Yeah, I'm sure it just be hot. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I love I love Bobby Brown. Like Tenderoni is my shit. Right. Like Bobby Brown is the king of arm. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to disrespect these guys, but it's just like. <sighs> Bobby, you just up there sweating and <laughs> was it Eric Benet on uh on uh Real Husbands of Hollywood? He was like you not he was like you not sound like old Bobby. You sound like old Bobby. Like, <laughs> like, 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 come on, Bobby. But um, but yeah, man. But I I probably say there was that. What else was there? Because I I I only saw clips of it. Oh God! Um, Leslie Jones, that was that was hilarious. She was hilarious. Oh, the thing with the thing with Khaled and uh and uh and uh TT and it, that shit was funny. No, there was this one part where she was talking about her uh, being like younger and like how she used to like live when she was younger, and then she was like, she went in the audience. She was like, "How old are you?" And they were like, "21." She was like, "21." I should punch you in your face right now. <laughs> she like did like that. <laughs> Like, she is hilarious. Leslie Jones is a shit. There were a few good clips in there of her um, just, like, kind of, like, riffing off of the audience and stuff like that. But just in general, like, I, I like her a lot better than Kevin Hart. She's a lot funnier. Let's sit that to you. Damn. Um, Can Leslie Jones get a comedy special? Like, let's let's hello? let's do that. There are a lot of funny black women out there that need more, you know, airtime than, you know, a lot of these dudes that are just Dude. Oh, and you know what? That's a thing. Like, every, and you know what? That's the thing. Like, there really aren't any, like, black female, like, like, major, like, at, at the level of, like, a Kevin Hart or, like, a, I mean, Monique. Well, I'd probably say, i probably say major like that would probably be, like, queens of comedy. And I'd yeah. say... I'd say Monique and some more definitely came definitely came close to that, um, but it was just like they really don't get they really don't get the shine like they should. Yeah, even still, like you know, they did have like moments, but like compared to like how much like men get, it's like just a drop. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of community, even like the newer generation, a lot of them, you know, black comedians should be at a lot better place than they are now. Oh, yeah. Like, Jay Farrow? Like, Jay Farrow is a fucking genius. Well, I meant black women comedian. Oh, that's right. But, um, yeah, black, yeah, black yeah. comedians, too, but, like, black women comedians, yeah. you know. Um, who was it? Um, was it Leslie? Leslie Jones. Um, there's also... Um, wait, hold on. I have to look her up real quick. Cause I have to get her name right, um, but I know she was a writer for. Um, it's not the Daily Show. It's the um, what's the other show with Larry Wilmore? I know what you're talking about. Um, 
she's a writer for for uh, the Larry Wilmore show. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of funny like female black female comedians out here um, that don't get any any kind of uh, any kind of recognition or anything like that. Oh, it's the nightly show with Larry Wilmore. Um, I'm going to find the writer on this show. I have to say her name. But um, who else can you think of? Oh, the the um, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Oh yeah. Oh man. Can we talk about that for a second? The yeah. fact that I like started aqua- the the misadventures. What is the misadventures of an awkward black woman? Season one. The shit, like Issa. If you ever, if you ever hear this, like even as a black man, like I related to that shit because I'm awkward as hell, you know. And I was just like, I was like, this shit makes so much sense. And then like you got like the, I mean, for even people who work in the offices, like you get the asshole you know, person who thinks that they're a manager when they're really not, you know, you got, it's, I mean, it was, it was tight. It was tight. I need to hurry up and catch up because Insecure season two is about to come out. And I'm, July 23rd. I'm fucking behind. Oh my God. It's going to be so good. But, um, I didn't know Amanda Seals was actually on the show. Mm-hmm. Amanda Seals too. Um, oh, you know what other show that, uh, there's, there's a show called Hood Adjacent. That just came out. I think I've heard of it. Um, and um, I want to check that out. Um, but what else about the BET Awards? I know there's... Oh, Remy Ma. Remy Ma finally, you know, ended uh, Nicki Minaj's reign or whatever. Um, of getting the best uh, female rapper? Mm-hmm. But... My thing is, is this, because, I mean, I still say Nikki, I, I still like Nikki, you know, oh, Robin Thede, one of the, one of the comedians on Larry Wilmore's show who is hilarious is Robin Thede, she also did, um, she also did work with, uh, Damon Wayans, um, she was, she was in that, uh, what was it, that, that scary movie that, not Damon Wayans, fuck, uh, Marlon Wayans, um, the movie that they put out about the haunted house and shit. Mm. She was in there. That shit was funny. She's hilarious. But anyway. But um but yeah, uh as far as as far as Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj, this whole Remy Ma shit, it's like she threw was trash. Um well, okay. There were a couple good punchlines in there, but I felt like I felt like the whole vibe, like she was just offbeat and shit. And then I mean Nicki Nikki took two bars off just to laugh. Like, people don't understand the weight of how iconic that was. Like, nobody's ever done that shit. And just like, like she said, I took two bars off of this song of rapping just to laugh and, and, and you beating me. I don't know. That shit was cool as hell. That shit was funny. I'm <laughs> um, like, and then, I mean... I feel like I feel like Remy did come back hard when she brought out all them female rappers, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like a lot of the stunts are kind of corny. That's what I feel like. 
Like, I feel like they're stunts yeah. to, like, you know. But, um... I mean, I can say that with, like, recent, like, black men beef, beefing, too. Black rappers. Oh, gosh. Like, beefing is not what it used to be. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, we didn't... We didn't, we didn't used to have, like, like the good-ass, like, diss tracks and, like... You know, I'll probably say, as I mean... I mean, you had. I remember some of the classic beats. I mean, you had, you had the game versus. I mean, almost fucking everybody. Uh, <laughs> you had, uh, you had Fifty Cent and Cameron. You had Fifty Cent and Game. You had Fifty Cent and, um, well, hell, Fifty Cent and almost every fucking body. Really? Um, uh, it was Fifty Cent and Kanye, I think. But that was more of like. A, well, that was that was more of a publicity thing because yeah. they came out with albums at the same time, and and Fifty said that he was going to retire if Kanye sold more than him. Kanye ended up selling more than him because Curtis was fucking just okay, um, and uh, yeah, I mean there was some good ass, there was some classic beefs, man. Um, yeah, other than that, it was. SZA was on there. SZA, oh yeah, she got it. She got her performance in. She, I think she kills it. I think she kills it. I need to watch it. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't given it. I haven't given it a, a a good a good watch. I just need to go ahead and watch the BET Awards. I'll probably skip over the part with New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe because I've been poisoned enough times and I'm ready to. <laughs> I'm ready to move on, you know, like... It doesn't need to be four hours. It like, doesn't I'm, need to extend its time. <laughs> Unless it's, like, shining... It's, like, working on, like, new segments right. of the show. Like, give Leslie Jones, like, a 30-minute, like, whatever the fuck. So she can really showcase how funny she... Like, well, I mean, she already has been. But, you know, people just don't like to give her the shine... And then try to, you know, drag on Twitter, you know, which is fucking deplorable, but we won't go into that. Um, and then, let's see, what else happened? I mean, oh, God. All the, like, well, not all of them, but, like, Trey songs was, oh, that was terrible. Like, he, he, he performed... But, like, his singing, Chris Brown, that was, he, he, of course, like, the the performance was great, but, like, his singing? Mm Mm-mm. His singing was off? Oh, yeah. Damn. I mean, it's probably because, well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I would like to say that he has mastered singing and, and dancing at the same time. I mean, given he's doing a lot of complicated, like, crazy-ass shit, but, like, at the same time, it's like, what are we really like? Because Beyonce does, like, I mean, she's not doing cartwheels and backflips, but, I mean, she's she's done, like, in she's, the air, you know, on a harness. She's, yeah. And, like, Beyonce though, be getting it. Even though she goes through like crazy vocal training, like she's she's done the work, you know she's. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I still feel like even Chris Brown at this late late in his career, like it's, it's not a really right. excuse, and especially and for like songs too, like 
Yeah. He used to he used to be able to he used to just I mean he would do the ugly cry face too with it <laughs> but like I would rather have that than uh whatever the hell that was like I would take that any day maybe I would close my eyes but like I would you know still just yeah. be okay with it like so Tremaine ain't cutting it Tremaine mm-hmm. damn I mean I like the songs but like live and like I mean a lot of his like. I mean, I like that song. I like his singing that he has, but, like, he's very, at that point where he's, like, yeah, I'm hot. All the pretty girls in the world are loving me. I'm Tremaine. Sex, sex, sex. So, yeah. I mean, you can only eat a pussy so many ways and talk about it so many ways. Except for Plies. Plies really, you know, he really took that to a different place. But anyway. I will never take that away from him. <laughs> yeah, Plies will always be the guy. He has a doctorate in that. So, <laughs> but um, okay. So <laughs> Tremaine was Tremaine was kind of Tremaine was tripping. was was lackluster. Um, what else from the BET Awards? I don't. I think that's. I think that's all. I that's all I could. I could get. I mean, there was a lot of like. Um, uh, Chance the Rapper got the Humanitarian Award, which that brought a tear to my uh, eye. Literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and see, that's another thing. He's a great person. Chance the Rapper just showed everybody, like people try to make it so difficult. I think people talk about like deep, like oh, we gotta vote and defund and 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 and, and revote and check this box and do. Chance said here, I'm just going to give the Chicago school district a million fucking dollars. And see, that's the thing. It's like Chance the Rapper is, and see, Chance the Rapper is a new star. Like, do you know how many old head rappers, well, not even old head rappers, but it's like rappers have been in the game for a long time who don't do shit. Right. You know? And it's just like, or well, and well, let me not, let me not even, not even just rappers, but there are like, there are plenty of people Plenty of people in general with money who can just give and just, you know. Matter of fact, I think rappers do. Matter of fact, let me switch that around. Because there are rappers that do a lot more that we don't showcase. Mm-hmm. Like Slim Thug. Like Slim Thug went back, bought parts of his hood, redeveloped it. You know, and, and you know, like gave people, like redeveloped the hood and like gave people, you know, he didn't come in and gentrify and raise the property taxes and shit. Right. And you know, he didn't move everybody out, but he just renovated people's homes. You know, like he 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 he's doing some cool shit. And then uh, Chance the Rapper gave a million dollars. Jay Z, you know, bailed fathers out for Father's Day who mm-hmm. could, you know, so they could see their kids. Um, uh, Two Chains, Two Chains is like I think Two Chains is like paid college tuitions. He he helps kids all the time. He I mean he donates like. Two chains always be doing stuff for the, for like going back to Atlanta and doing stuff for the hood. Um, I remember Bankroll Fresh would do it when he was alive. Rest in peace, Bankroll. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, but it's just I think I think he just showed like it's like you just don't have to go through a bunch of red tape. Just put the money in the right hands of the people who need like whatever you can give, and and just do that, you know. Um, Cause I think I mean, and that's and I wouldn't be speaking on. It. That's one thing I plan to do when I have money. Like one of the only reasons I want money is to be able so, so I can affect some 
affect some change out here because that's exactly. the only thing. That's the only thing white people respect is money. You got some money, let's get it. So, but um, but yeah, Chance the Rapper is dope. Um, PC Awards. They are slowly going down because I think. Well, I think videos aren't as. I don't know. It's like video, like music videos, really aren't as, and I and I think you could tell, like like music videos really aren't as popping as they used to be, and I think you could tell because artists really don't put that much into them anymore. But it's like I don't know, like watching music videos. I feel like, well, okay, I'll say some artists. I feel like there are some artists that just put out videos just because they have to. Yeah. Because I think that's one of the rules of the internet. Like, I, I think I read this online somewhere. It was like it was like rules of, like, having your music online. And one of them was like, if you do not have visuals, your shit does not exist. And so it was just like, you have to, like, put out a music video or something for, you know, your music. Or it just has to be really fucking amazing for people to, you know... Does it have to be with all of them? Because I know a lot of people don't release a lot of for like every song they have. Yeah, I mean no, I mean no, probably. I mean there's, I mean they'll, I mean there are rappers. I mean even the ones that don't want to do videos will at least do one or two. Yeah, you know, um, so yeah, but um, but yeah, I think I think I think it's just slowly going down because, I mean. You know, I mean, BET really doesn't have anything anymore. You know, like, people always complain about BET movies and <laughs> and barely liking those. And, you know... I um, mean, the TV shows, they're, they're decent. Yeah. They're decent. Wait, what does come on BET anymore? That's not a, re, a rerun or something that they bought from another station? Big Mary Jane, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Everybody loved that. Being Mary Jane, uh, so there's this show called Tales Now, where it's like an anthology series about like uh, drug people do uh, people drug kingpins and strippers and you know just a bunch of just random shit. Is it scripted or is it like yeah, it's scripted? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's scripted. We um, we trying to get us a, a power on here, right? Um, I mean, there's a lot of different shows on there. It's just, I don't know. I don't look forward to the BET Awards for like some of like the new artists. Yeah. Yeah. Live performances. Uh, yeah, the new artists, live performances. Uh, Kendrick was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, he performed. Uh, with. Hmm. Oh, with Future Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Remix. Except that they. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't like Kendrick on that song. He said they they had a, didn't they change it to represent? They change on the BC Awards. They changed it to represent. Gotta represent. So he said, "Shit, never chase a." And it's like it doesn't kind of make sense. But so wait, they said Kendrick did like an inspirational verse on there, and like you know. Wait, it was, okay. So they said mask off. Some, wait, where how did they fit in represent? They changed it instead of Molly Percocet, Molly Percocet. It was represent. Gotta represent. Oh, dang. Yeah. 
You know, Future is, I mean, Future is getting a lot, especially for this song, since Mask Off is going like, he's getting a, a lot of backlash yeah. from, like, everywhere of, like, people, like, saying, like, like what is Future, like, teaching, like, our kids? But my thing is, is, like, okay, I don't know, and maybe I'm just an, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm crazy, but it's like, okay, you got Mask Off, but then the last song on the album is Fez Did a Sleep, where he talks about how he said that all of his homies got locked up. And it's like, okay, I sell drugs, so probably most of my homies are selling drugs. Like, cause, cause that was, cause uh, there's one of the, one of the more one of the more, I guess, I guess one of the more notable people online who. Um, who have been criticizing Future for is my is my Sean. He's like a a legendary like freestyle rapper or whatever, and he's saying he his problem with Future is pretty much that Future doesn't tell the whole truth. Like he excuses other rappers because they talk about they actually talk about okay yeah I sold this I made this money whatever but then like also you know had homies that died and shit like that. What's well, like Future's talking about his homies that go to jail. Future, future, I mean, Future said it, whipping up a key, trying to dodge prison. Like, that's one of my favorite lines. It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm finna go to jail for this shit. Like, 56 Nights. Like, that whole, that whole, that whole 56 Nights is about how Esco spent 56 nights in jail. Now, it wasn't for selling no drugs, but he was still in jail. You know, I don't know. I feel like it's just, I feel like people, I feel like people will always go for the big dog. Like Beyonce gets so much hate because of how much she is loved, and because she's a black woman. That's just not right True, but yeah, Future, he's a black man in society, and gets <laughs> gets hated on. And I mean, he sells millions of records. Like, um, who who else is big? I mean, they 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 always come after people that are big. They always pit people against each other. That are big. Like I hate the fucking Beyonce and Rihanna conversation. I hate Beyonce Rihanna conversation. I hate Beyonce Solange conversation. Yep. I hate that. Oh, I really hate those Beyonce and all the light skinned women conversation. I hate like like, like all like, of it is just like yeah. like I don't like like having the beyond like somebody coming up to me saying like talking about the Beyonce and Solange conversation makes me want to have an elevator Solange moment with them because exactly. it's just like why are you pitting two sisters against each other? Ooh. That made me think about um, that made me think about uh, how they're trying to split up Migos now because they're yeah. saying like Migos they're saying Quavo's Beyonce um, they're saying Quavo's Beyonce Offset is Kelly and then Takeoff is Michelle mm-hmm. which is some bullshit and you know what it's like you can tell because they roll together like you could tell like them niggas probably had a conversation and was like okay. Before we do this shit, there's gonna be motherfuckers that try to split us up if we get big. You know, like it's like we just gotta make sure we stick together. Cause like even when, cause you you heard about the whole thing with Joe Budden. I forgot yeah. about that part. That's what we really need to talk about. Oh, God, that disrespectful. Okay, on the side of Joe Budden, he says that Quavo didn't shake his hand. He says that Quavo didn't shake his hand. And he said that they were giving one-word answers. They were acting like they really didn't want to be interviewed. Migos haven't really talked about it, unless I haven't seen some videos of it. I don't know if they've really spoken on it. They may have just said, fuck it. 
Um, I need to look that up, and I'll probably update it if I find any other information. But as far as I know, the only reaction I get of them is being disrespected by Joe Budden in this fucking video while they're on the red carpet. So it's like you have... So all I have to go off of on, on their side is them being asked this fucking dumbass question by academics. Pretty much like there's this running joke about you being left off bad and bougie and then do a little, a little bit... No, okay. Anyway, I love you, Takeoff. But you see, that's another thing. His name is Takeoff. Cause takeoff be taking fucking off, okay? Right. They don't need to be like... Takeoff be killing his shit, Okay. Take off be doing exactly what the fuck he's supposed to be doing. But anyway, um, so it's just like my thing, my argument is this. My thing is, is this. Because because Joe Budden even talked about how because he was talking about how, like, I guess QC or some. No, it was P, they, they he called him P P who I guess has something to do business wise with the Migos, I guess run, I think, I guess like is maybe some kind of exec, some, some kind of manager, executive or something. I need to look this shit up for, um, for maybe a label or something like that. They're involved musically business wise with Migos. And so P was like mad because also, um, um, Lil Yachty is with the same, I think, I think it's, I think the company's called QC. Um, and so Little Yachty is also with that company and uh, you know, Joe Budden and Lil Yachty had a controversial ass, you know, uh conversation, whatever, and he was and apparently P came up to Budden and was like, Okay, you need to stay off Lil Yachty or whatever. So I don't know. I presume and this is and this is just my guess, that maybe the Migos were kinda tight about that interview that you had with they homie Lil Yachty and was just like you know, but I mean, just decided to do the interview just because. But my thing is this, because even Charlemagne talked about how Migos don't really like it's known that Migos don't really give great, great interviews. My thing is this. I see a clip of the interview with Joe Button. Academics is asking him this inflammatory ass question about takeoff being left off bad and bougie and like this running joke like. That's not a fucking interesting question I want to answer when I could be winning an award tonight. Same thing with Charlemagne. When they, like, one of the first questions they're asked, Charlemagne's talking to Quavo about how he used to be a high school football player. I understand this shit, but it's like, nigga, I got a record out that's number one. Can we talk about my album real quick? Like, can we stick to the music? Like, I don't want to talk about the fact that I, like... My my gripe is this is I feel like they just like they're not they're not being asked interesting enough questions. Like I literally saw a clip of them um cuz they had these clips on Facebook. My bad. Um they have like these clips on Facebook of like um Oh yeah. Like Facebook was doing like this face it was it was uh I think it was like some kind of oh it was complex. Complex was like, okay, let's go sneaker shopping with such and such star. So they did it with Migos. Migos, all of, all three of them were sitting there talking. Yeah, yeah, I like these. Yeah, you, you know, oh, you know, all these colors. And they saw, you know, like. So it's not that they can't. It's yeah, just that, it's just you that know, you're not asking don't them. Don't ask dumb questions. Don't ask dumbass questions. Like, don't like ask like, or ask offensive, inflammatory, like whatever. Right. Like, I love and, it. And don't get me wrong, like I understand Charlemagne is 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 
like in the dynamic of the show, he's supposed to be a character that's okay. He's going to be the one that asks people the questions like, oh, man, this nigga might get hit in the face, you know, whatever. Like, he's supposed to keep the drama going. But even still, bro, like, it's an interview, right? you know? Like, at the end of the day, like, it's an interview. You're here to interview me as an artist about my music, not about me playing football and 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 not trying to, you know, I, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe Takeoff didn't want to get on Bad and Bougie. Yes, they number one song. Maybe he didn't like. Maybe he didn't want to do that one. Right. Or maybe they just decided to ask his verse because they put Lil Uzi Vert on there and they didn't want the song to be too long. Maybe that's just what they wanted to fucking do. Let them do that, you know. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, and see, my thing is, is this: is we getting in all this huff about? Joe Budden disrespecting me. Like, we're talking about Joe Budden. Now, don't get me wrong. Joe Budden can rap. Joe Budden can rap his ass off. There's a difference between rapping and making CDs. Making, like, actual music that people want to fucking listen to. Don't get me wrong. You got, you know, pump it up, you know. Like, I probably say, any. I probably say if anything, his best shit was Slaughterhouse, which wasn't just him. And to be honest, like to really be real, like the most exciting thing about Slaughterhouse is Joel Ortiz. You know, like we're really just gonna be honest here. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, like Joe. Like I feel like I feel like Joe Budden needs to be more humble than he is. Um, that's my two cents. But. Uh, BET Awards. Oh, so we finished Chirac. We finished Chirac, guys, because we were like, okay, in the in the essence of in the essence of, I guess, just logic and just everything that's right and just a fair chance, a fair chance, fair critique. Yeah, it was like, okay, let's actually watch the film, finish it. And see what we think. Let's, let's, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's really see, you know, like what. Every artist deserves. Every. Media, especially black artists, artists. Yes. A fair shot, fair chance, you know. Can they ride, like, to the pinnacle, like, because, I mean, we watch white films all the time. We have to give, we have to give artists a fair critique. And that doesn't mean that, you know. You have to necessarily automatically like them because of the fact that you know it's a black film, you know stuff like that, or made or a film made by a black person for y'all who care about semantics. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, and so we watched it. We watched it, we watched hoping, it. hoping to pull from it, from its loins, yes. a a a a message that. You know, didn't make me chafe. And, like, you know, hopefully, like, prove prove us wrong. You know, maybe we were just judging mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. off of the initial, like, yeah. Yeah. whatever, yeah. first hour. Yeah. You know, but I think, I think after watching it, uh, finishing it, I can definitely say that all those uh, suspicions and states, statements were only... Uh, Reaffirmed. Oh man. 
It, I'm, <sighs> it only got worse, actually. I mean, he's like, like you literally have John Cusack, a white preacher, talking to black people about colorism. Like he's sitting there, like he's sitting there, like you. The, there's literally a scene in that movie where he's sitting with a group of black women, telling them why they, why, why there are these issues in their neighborhood. Like there's colorism, there's poverty, there's gentrification, and it's like as if you're not the problem, right? And as if they don't know and live this shit every day. And exactly. I mean, even though they were sitting there, like, mm, yeah, mm, you know, like. It was. It, it it's still white explaining. It still That's had. It, it, it still had this education, like teacher kind of like no, like how, like no, like John Cusack as a white preacher in Southside Chicago. I want to fight somebody. Like, like who allowed this? Like Spike. Like anytime Spike Lee is a correspondent on anything on TV now, he's automatically canceled. Like because. Just because he did that shit, like I want him to explain that shit. Like, nah, fam, that shit is dumb as hell. And then it still didn't. I mean, it still talk. It still blamed black people for all of their issues, and you know, didn't talk about police. I mean, it, I mean, it talked about police brutality, but very briefly. In the lieu of everything else, right? It's like the whole premise of the movie at the end of the day was we are not gonna give these niggas pussy until they come to peace. And, you know, I mean, they showed Nick Cannon. I mean, Nick Cannon still got his. He cheated on his girl with Cocaine Lorraine. Um, that's her. That's her. Well, it's Lorraine SD. I don't think she. Well, I mean, Cocaine Lorraine is like a is like a uh, a nickname. But uh, it's a very beautiful model on Instagram. And uh, y'all niggas out here hating on IG models. Fuck y'all. But anyway, um, I, I love every single one of them. She is awesome. She has freckles, and she has a beautiful ass. Um, and I'm pretty sure an even greater personality that outweighs all of that. However, oh the movie she was in, her debut, damn, it's fucked up, man. And Nick Cannon... Nick Cannon, as a, as a hardened as a hardened Chicago, you know. Even though I think I heard from a Vlad interview that that Nick Cannon used to be a blood or whatever, but and see what I was gonna say was like okay, is like do we automatically discount Nick Cannon being a hardened criminal because of us knowing him as a comedian and all this other shit? And, you know, low-key a mogul now, or do we, you know, just say, do we we give him credit as somebody who's an actor and say, okay, just for his acting chops, it was unbelievable. Like, is either, we can't, you know, like, is he faking and baking or is he just a terrible actor? I think it was, I think it was the script. I think it was the choice in how they did it. I don't know. It just made it kind of. Oh wait, never mind. Because I love Drumline. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it was just the the writing of it was kind of like corny. Doctor Lee. No, I'm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, shit. 
And I think that kind of lended itself to kind of give like a performance that was like, uh, yeah. Because like, I mean, you can't, I'm not gonna say they can't can't act. Like, I'm not gonna take that away from him. But was this the right role for him? And I think I find it hard yeah. to. I think the writing was rough. The and there's honestly, mm-hmm. I don't blame. Sometimes I mean, in a way, I don't because he was trying to write it in the style of like some play. I think it was like the, a Shakespearean play or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think based off of that, trying to combine that with like um, like trying to combine like the, uh, those things with like things of like black culture and like just that whole, I don't know. It just, it made, it was just kind of cringy to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I feel like yeah, there were <laughs> there were there was some stuff that was done like those kind of fusions that were done like I will always remember Carmen hip hop room. Oh was gosh, lit. Not Carmen the hip hop room. I I listen. Oh shit. Listen, I <laughs> hold that movie very dear and dear to my heart, even though I don't know what the fuck was going on in that movie sometimes. It's just like the damn the, the <laughs> rabbit. Was it Johnny Blaze? Oh shit, man! And then they had his they had his name over there in the shiny sparkles and shit. And mm-hmm. It was just like, oh man! It's like, wait, I ain't never seen a rap concert with curtains. Like what? Like what? <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. Oh man! First was but see, I okay because I say like, I, I would say like the poetry to home the poetry movie script. It's kind of rough because I was first yeah. introduced it with okay, four. I was first introduced introduced to it with four color girls, but I feel like four color girls still did it better. Like I yeah. feel like I feel like there were just some parts in Chirac that were just so like, I don't and I don't know if it was like inflection of voice or like what could have made it better, but it was just like the way it was just acted, like the way it was just executed. Mm-hmm. And it was just like maybe maybe the way it was written it just couldn't be executed right. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, based off the principle of like the premise of the movie, like it just I I think it already kind of made me a little biased because like I was already just kind of like already yeah kind of like fifteen percent like checked out already yeah yeah I mean I not well that's such a that's a very small number I was like maybe like. 50% checked out. <laughs> right. And then and then it was just like it was like the most unbelievable like like you going conv- like you convincing me that Wesley Snipes is a drug kingpin and he's old as hell and bright orange like like that's not very, you know, stylistically I think it was interesting. All of it was very interesting. I will say I will say I think he did that on purpose, yeah. you know, but it was like okay, give me like Give me somebody because the thing is, is like okay for like this movie came out recently, and so like recent like when you think about the South Side of Chicago, like Chief Keef, like Lil Durk, like that whole drill movement, like that's the that's the face of it. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes don't fit in that. So if you gonna make a movie that's relevant and that's gonna you know in my opinion that's gonna appeal to that's gonna appeal to these kids and really you know it's like show them something. You know, like like we've already seen, we we've already seen Wesley Snipes as a gangster, multiple times. 
you know, that they could have gave us somebody younger, somebody vibrant, somebody edgier mm-hmm. for that role. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to slight Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is amazing. And Wesley Snipes, please don't hurt me because Wesley Snipes be coming for people on Twitter. But, um, but no, don't get me wrong, Wesley Snipes. I love you and my mama would kill me if I ever, you know, disrespected you. But, um, I just feel like for that role, now, nah, now, nah, fam. But, um, Chirac! Well, she yelled at the damn window. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say that does well, and, and it kind of made me think of like, because I've had I've had like conversations recently with, and it's so crazy. It's like I've really gotten a taste of like black and Latino people that ref, that that when like whenever I talk about racism in this country modern racism in this country i'm automatically met with oh you're you're making black people seem like victims in this country and all this other shit and and like you're you know like you're victim blaming and you're you know and that's why we're never going to succeed if we no we're not gonna we're never going to succeed if the white man doesn't take his fucking thumb off of our asses like get the hell out of here dude like and you know what it's always and see and see and get get the tea ready because this is it. Every, you know what, all, all of these people have in common. And I'm just going to say it because it's real. All of them have in common. They either, they, they have some kind of profession or they belong to some kind of group that is predominantly white. And in order for them to be able to fucking survive, let alone, let alone advance um, or somehow get to the top, they have to assimilate. There's like you can't like you can't be pro black like like you can't be outspokenly pro black and and be a doctor at a white hospital. You can't you can't be pro black and and be you know a CEO at a white ass company. Like you can't be pro black and you know and you know your friends are predominantly white or you know like. It's just one of those things where you can, but like you have to be very like quiet about it. Oh yeah, well it's like it's like it's like you got it's like either 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 you speak out against it yeah. or you don't say anything at all, which is just as worse. Or you say just enough to where you don't like shoot yourself in the foot, right? But it's like, why is that shooting yourself in the foot? Right, you should be shooting they asses in the foot. Because <sighs> because Kunta got his shit chopped off, so they can at least take a bullet. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just saying, like I'm just, like I'm just being honest, man. Like, come on, bro. Like it's just like, dude, and it's, and it's just like, and they think they slick, and they not slick. It's like, fam, like I know, I know you gotta, I know you got to put on your coon shoes to, you know, to be able to. I know you got to do your little dance, you know, to be able to get your Christmas bonus, but. It's like, bro, like, there's, like, real <laughs> shit that's going on out here. Right. Like, how do you how do you look at the fact that Philando Castile's murder got no conviction? How do you look at, like, 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 I mean, there's so many things. Like, you have, like, you have redlining, you have, which I talked about last time, where it's like they actually sectioned off, like, places where black people could not get loans to get houses. 
And so you funnel black people into the hood and then cut off their resources and wonder why they're killing each other. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's sh- like, you like, you have, you have, you know, the U.S. government and the CIA that is trying to, that is trying to overthrow communism. So they end up funding the, you know, they, they, they fund the, the Cuba government, you know, and, and in turn, Cuba gives them, uh, like Cuba lets them, like they, like Cuba sells, sells, uh, America cocaine and, and in turn, Cuba gets money, and then America pumps cocaine into the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have the '80s crack era, and then and then they come in with the mandatory minimum laws and the harsh drug laws, and so it's like you pretty much gave gave us crack and then locked us up for it. And then it's just like, you know, but it's like you wonder why, you know, like you wonder why the like. You wonder why there's all this discourse. You wonder why people are killing each other. You wonder why people like it's like, of course, it like it just makes sense if you look at it. Like if you exactly. like, like at the end of the day, we all have the animal instinct to survive, and it's just a certain. It's just when you get to a certain point of of of, of desperation, you'll do anything. You take you take anybody, and and give them the circumstances that we go through every day. And see one consuming edge hill now. Right. Oh yeah, they change oh yeah, they changing edge. Matter of fact, Edge Hill ain't even Edge Hill no more. You seeing you got you got taco shops all down the street. Glass glasses shop. Uh tea. You got everything. Gentrification, man. It's like white people come in, then all of a sudden they give us tacos like we ain't had like we ain't been had them. Right. You know, especially in Antioch. You know, it's like we, it's like, it's like they come in and try and give us tacos and craft beer and, and burgers with fried cheese on it. And, you know, like all this other crafted bullshit. Right. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the shit is good, but I mean, at the end of the day, it still fucking devastates the neighborhood, you know? And it's just like, bro, like, it's like. And it's, and it's even worse because it's like it's one of those things. It's like I knew I knew whose house was there before before your business came in and did all this shit. Like like like, bro, you don't even like. Do you know where you at? Do you know who used to live here? Like, right. come on, fam. So, this is yeah. But yeah, I just I just hate that. It's like it's like how are you how are you black? How are you how are you Latinx? You know. And you don't understand, and especially Latinx, because statistically, they do worse. They get they get hit on they they well in some aspects, they get hit up worse by white people. You know they have even they have, you know, just as much terrible if not more circumstances than us. And so it's just like how do you not understand? Like how do you not understand how? You know how we automatically start off with a handicap by not knowing our ancestors and shit like that. Um, so, but this is one of those things because it kind of gets it kind of gets fucking frustrating because yeah. you kind of get tired of saying the same fucking thing over again. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Martin had the same feeling, you know, because he had he had the same he had to say the same fucking thing over again, but he had to have cadence to it. Right. He had to. He had to, uh, he had to, 
he had to gurgle the belly and burn the blood, you know? Like, <laughs> England! <laughs> oh, England! <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever seen Black Knight, but I remember that shit. <laughs> when she started, she was like, okay, I'm going to give a speech to, to, to inspire everybody. And she just started yelling that shit. I just remember Martin looking at her like, bitch, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Oh, man. The movie's But, um, I think we've been going. I think we're good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who has been listening, everybody who has been tuning in, everybody who is shared we love you all um we're fucking hungry and high yeah let's talk about this shit yeah <laughs> so we'll be back soon though always always follow like comment and subscribe yes like comment and subscribe um you know hit that share button share it however you can tweet it out um, oh, hit us in the Garland Ave email. Yeah. That's G A R T L A N D at gmail.com. Um, you know, we, whatever, if questions, comments, concerns, whatever, critiques, you know, we want to hear it. Um, we're all about it. So, uh, but yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thank you.